Welcome to Mystical Museums Podcast, where we connect to spirit and give you different perspectives on spiritual topics and engaging conversations with community leaders, healers, and teachers. We're talking about transparency with ourselves and with spirit and how this can apply into your life with community and with your connection to source. Yolotelo is an Aztec fire carrier in Kirmandera, and she fights for social and environment issues for our native community. She teaches women to empower themselves and step into their medicine and truth. To learn more about Yoloteo, please see our previous podcast and get to know her better. I would like to introduce Beverly Castaneda, who's the apprentice of the Aztec Mayan medicine with Yoloteo for the Aztec Sweat Lodge and Adeline Cruz for being a Mayan initiate for both of these for four and a half years, a student of the Strawberry Moon Holistic Program for four years, a Star Altar Lakota teachings for two years, and currently working on her Tibet cranial certifications. She is an outreach coordinator for Health and Harmony with the Spirit of the Sun and the AFCA, America for Conservation of the Arts. She's an intern microchronologist engineering a healthy ecosystem for our planet. She's here to give a, a perspective of a student working with Yolotelo and Aztec medicine and how does transparency kind of unfold for her as she's moving through her own spiritual journey. These two amazing strong women are here to help us move and shift the energy on this planet with empowerment and education. I would like to welcome Yolotelo and Beverly. Happy to have you here today. Hi, hello. Hello. Today we are going to explore the topic of transparency and how to work with it in our lives and also with spirit. I feel transparency is not a subject that we tend to discuss a lot, especially in some of these outreaching sources of communities and churches and institutions. I think in exploring in it makes it difficult because we have so much shame being brought us to make us conform and to modify our behaviors at the expense of our spiritual expression. Honesty and truth have always been honored, especially in spirituality, but I feel like some of these institutions don't allow us to really have that place to do that. And so one of the questions we want to kind of research today is what are the gifts of exploring transparency that you can bring into your life? How can that help bring a deeper relationship with not only others, but especially with yourself. And what are those ways that we can move into that? I think that first of all, I want to say thank you again for having us here. Transparency is key in our systems, I believe now for us to be able functioning, to be functioning in a good way. And it will help us to actually really get to know us in a really deeper level. And I see this work really attached with what we call the shadow work. Once again, as we mentioned before, because it's going to be talking about breaking and deconstructing a lot of the things that we have been imposed to. And like you said, the institutional beliefs that we have been creating in these current paradigms. I would like to ask Beverly if she has anything to say first. Well, hello, everyone. And uh, thank you, Trina, for having us here. I'd like to welcome my ancestors into the space while we're speaking. The transparency, there are many different levels of looking at it. I feel like the transparency is you can either go within and learn about it within your own solitude and self, or you can have friends who have mere reflections of the self. Both lessons have really deep teachings. This means that I'm not hiding from the feelings of feeling of jealousy, feeling of 
shame, like you were saying, and guilt, but also feeling things outside of myself instead of feeling them deeply for myself. And I feel like the Western society teaches this to constantly give outside of us instead of really looking in deep within ourselves. Going through these different layers of seeing the the jealousy that I had or wanting what she had when I first met her, not really recognizing, not really recognizing it at first, but then also I had to acknowledge it within myself that my ego was very apparent, like my ego was present and being able to look at myself and recognize that there's an emptiness in my own self that was feeling like, why do I want something outside of me? Why do I want what she has? Or why do I want what other women have instead of me wanting myself? And having this relationship with YOLO was able to be able to ask her some questions and be honest with her about what I was feeling. And at the same time, she was, she was feeling it. And we had some conflict at first when, when I started to be her student. And as it should be, it's natural to have conflict when we don't have the understanding or we're not being honest with ourselves about what we're feeling. I'm grateful that our relationship developed into a place of trust. And there was different layers of me feeling like I could trust YOLO and that it was reciprocal. But I had to admit to myself that I was jealous not to her. I had to admit to myself that I was not feeling whole as a woman, as an indigenous woman, as a Latina woman, as a native woman, all these different identities that we have to ourselves, actually just feeling a woman who, who felt alone about feeling this. When I was able to recognize and be honest with myself and have the conversations with y'all. Then that's when it really opened up and we started laughing and joking about it because then the mere reflection started to become more healthier. We were able to see through the transparency of what is our strength, what is our support and how do we support each other? So I'm gonna leave it right there. So you mentioned at the beginning too, you know, like honesty and the truth that we are accustomed to. It's delivered in different ways now on how we interpret honesty on or truth from one another. What Beverly is mentioning here too, I definitely see the difference between, and this is something that we are used to really confuse a lot or like invalidate, I think, a lot of being truth with ourselves. So Transparency is beyond honesty and it's connected to the integrity that you can have with, with yourself, but overall with spirit. How I best can describe transparency, I believe, is, you know, how honest and how much courage you have to really recognize or look at yourself in the same way that spirit, God, or whoever, angels, whomever you think that, you know, is watching over you, is looking at you. Are you really capable to be honest to yourself, to accept like Beverly was saying, right? I have this feeling of jealousy and like, or I'm getting triggered here because of my own wounding instead of like coming to the other person and projecting what you think that that person is doing to you. Therefore, you can move forward and transparent of what you are feeling and how you're showing up yourself, not only to yourself, but you are being transparent from what the spirit world, God or the angels or whomever, right, is overlooking of you on how they are seeing you. They know how you feel. You don't have to hide from them. They know the truth within you. And this is why the shadow work there is really important because only if you really learn how to recognize 
yourself and really recognize and accept what you are feeling, then you can start being transparent. And without shame, it's not about feeling shame. It's about feeling what all are healing. This is one thing that we need to learn and accept. We are all healing, right? Like, for example, I made a really big, like sometimes as a leader and everything, you know, I, I made an action yesterday that I considered that it was necessary as a leader of, of something that I was being placed in. And a lot of people were like, wow, like, no, you shouldn't be doing this and that and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to just back off here and let you guys have your, your share kind of thing. But nobody's recognizing their own triggers too of like, you know, and, and oh, this triggered me this or this triggered me that. And myself, I acknowledge that like, you know, I, should, I could have thought about it more truly the action that I took. But at that moment, I thought that, that that is what it was necessary to calm the waters of the grupo. Working with the fire myself, I think that has been teaching me a lot because it teaches you to, to know how to learn how to about yourself. Nothing but about yourself and about the connection that you have with spirit ongoing. Transparency, I think that can bring you so many gifts because like you will not have to be lacking of integrity that you know that you're feeling something that you know that you are thinking something and because you are accepting that you're able to just come up front with whomever it is and being able to just voice it without fear or without anything and and knowing that it's you're being like you know truth to yourself and true to others by consequence and i think that a lot of drama can be avoided with that Absolutely. And I think one of the things is that people, what we're talking about is like learning how to step into this transparency is really taking that acknowledgement when we're feeling shame or guilt, that that is not an armor for us to continue to wear. It's just a little warning system in our body and our, in our mind to let us know, Hey, something needs to shift. It's not meant for us to carry. It's not meant for us to carry as badges of what we've been through or anything like that. So whenever we're feeling any of those kind of feelings, shame, guilt, envy, jealousy, any of those pieces, we need to sit there and take a break and say, okay, where is this really rooted from? Is this something that is really rooted here and now? Or is this something that's rooted that I'm being triggered and reminded of something in my past of you know, some traumas I went through or the toxic relationships or whatever those pieces is. And those are the pieces that I'm gonna ask people who are listening to really start doing that reflection because that is part of this transparency piece that we're talking about is really taking and stopping and pausing for a second and asking asking yourself internally, is this really mine right here, right now? Am I having this reaction from this actual event? Or am I having a reaction because I'm being reminded of something in my past? And that is one of the places where we can move into this transparency with ourselves. And then it's always one of those things I always ask, yes, it's great to have a voice. It's great to have that self-expression. But I always say, is that person that you're wanting to give that voice and self-expression a safe place for you to do that? Like I know my best friend, I can tell her whatever and anything. I can tell her worst thoughts or things and I know it's not gonna be judged or it's not gonna be criticism. But I can't say that for the same of everybody in my life. When you step into that or when you're starting to explore that, make sure you're doing it with that safe person. With it, whether it's that teacher, that elder, whether it's that best friend or if it's that with that therapist. 
find that space where you can fill that with that you can have that expression. Yes. And I agree with what you're saying, Trina. It's about full accountability too. There are different many shifts that we go in through when we have this awareness, when we are in that space of where someone can say something. And if I'm getting hurt, it's a note for me to go back and check with check with that later to see where it's coming from, you know, and I've been in the space where I've responded and reacted before, and it just got into this big old power, power dynamics. There's different um, trials that we go through, different tests that we go through, but it's really about observation and really learning about yourself while we're being connected to the spirit that guides us this way to help us see past the human self to help us see past ourselves, It takes practice doing this and it's natural for us to feel like we're failing, but every step that we do is a step forward. As long as we keep moving and that momentum moving forward, we have to watch that when we're blaming, blaming ourselves. Am I going to go back to feeling wounded or am I going to take accountability and responsibility for my actions of what I'm doing? Absolutely. It is accountability for ourselves. I always take people tell their stories about a situation. I always ask the question, well, what was your part? What was the part you played? Because we all play a play. We all play a piece in any exchange with anything. And what is that piece for you? And it always takes people aback a little bit like, what? <laughs> you know? But it is. That's the part you have to start doing with yourselves is where is my part in all of this? What did I play? How did I react? Was I reactive? Did I say things that were triggering to that the other person? There's so many different layers to that. And I loved how you express that. Like it is that accountability. It's that part of us really going inside. And this is not an easy thing to do guys. This is the deep shadow work. If you're, when you hear us talk about shadow, this is the deep diving work that if we had a choice. Nobody would want to do it. And, the, you know, it's easier to sit there and put it to the side and say, no, I don't want to do this. But if you want to change things, if you want to change the dynamics that are going on in your relationship, but if you really want to change that loving, caring relationship with yourself and empower yourself, this is the piece that you work with. This is the piece that you step in with wholeheartedly and dive deep into that shadow. Exactly. And I, like you said, not everybody wants to jump in there. You know, I have been told before, like, not everything has to be shadow, you know, and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, that's all that it is for me, you know, at least. But I think that the bigger question here too, that we are trying to learn in this journey is and understand that even though that I do have several people that I can be really transparent with, like I, it's kind of like my core value now, like my core value and it's how I conduct myself and how I also have to have the understanding that I cannot expect that from anyone really, but I can establish boundaries when it's not done that way. Correct. And it's hard for people to really make themselves accountable when they are not transparent, because even though right in front of them, how they were not transparent, they might not take accountability. And so how, the question is how to build a society that is based on transparency with not all of us have had an understanding of what transparency really means. And I think this is why uh, one of the biggest messages of the spirit of us doing this podcast, maybe to instigate a little bit of this seed within each person that may be here for us to really see the benefits that at the end is going to bring, it might be hard at the beginning because we have been taught, you said, with shame or with guilt and with other things that are really punitive to be hateful actually towards ourselves. 
when really, you know, it's a matter of compassion and forgiveness and moving on, learning from there, and then keep going. Start making accountable actions that are going to lead to transparency and that then you will be known to be that way. And time is your bigger ally really on this. Because at the end, I don't know, my mom used to have a saying of like, you know, truth always end up showing up no matter what. It could be in this life, could be in the next life. I don't know. As long as you are fully transparent with what you know spirits are being with what you are feeling and showing saying that you are loyal to your integrity and that i think is when it's broken and misconstructed a lot the concept of well i was that with integrity when i told you half of the truth no you were not you lose your integrity when you are lying to yourself that's when you lose your integrity absolutely and when we say lying to ourselves it that can be in so many different layers correct it could be us not really acknowledging our true feelings it could be us not wanting to acknowledge that accountability part in that right and also it could be not wanting to have that responsibility of wanting to change that's another piece of that accountability and so it's in layers when we talk about how we can do these half truths not only to ourselves but to others and literally that is like one assignment that i give people is where do you tell little white lies throughout your life like throughout your day write write those down and what did you benefit from that and why did you feel like you needed to do that versus being completely honest and just present and you know the reason why we do this work and i'll agree with every with both of you it this is hard work when this first started happening i just felt like it was so much easier just to be quiet and not say anything but as the transformation starts to take place and you start feeling what it gives it's about the liberation it's about the freedom about what it gives to us personally and how we are helping collectively through the universe but that's why i continue to do it is because it liberates me and it helps me to see myself in a space that gives me freedom. And what I mean by freedom is that I'm in my own space, doing my own inner work and being accountable with my relationship with the higher self, the spirit, the creator, and that everything that I'm speaking out into existence, it's it's lining up with my true authenticity of what's being created through me. So then I have this new support system with the ancestors, with my sister here, with our community, and it, it just, it works that way. If everyone could kind of like understand what I'm saying. Before I used to feel like I had to show authenticity to everyone that I worked with. I was like, I have to be accountable to all my friends, show up, do what I need to do. And then I realized when I started have, doing the shadow work, I was like, no, that's not how it works. I have to have the authenticity and the integrity with the creator, the one that created us, not with the people that'll just show up because it just starts moving through me and changes me that way. I'm not supposed to be lying to the creator, to the spirit that I'm connected to. Like all these changes started to take place. And I said, I had this backwards. Why did I feel like I had to prove everything to me outside of me instead of proving it inside of me to my relationship with the one, the one that has many names, I should say. It, it really changes my perspective and my view and my insight that I'm receiving. Yeah, absolutely. And one of those pieces, people will say, well, why are you having other healers? Why are you, I'm like, why wouldn't I? The only person I'm in competition with is myself. That is the only person I'm in competition with. I'm only going to focus on me and my spiritual work and everything else. Everything else is just a rippling out for others. And if it helps, great. It's not about competition in this, any of it. Transparency is about cooperation, listening, 
holding that heart space with our communities, with our friends, with our loved ones, and mostly that heart space with yourself. This is the biggest piece. When you start working on yourself and working on those pieces of self-love, because this is a huge reflection of self-love and self-acceptance, right? This really pushes us into a way of that deeper acknowledgement of transparency and that deeper connection with ourselves and with spirit because we're not going to find it outside of us it is all within us we are in that embodiment of spirit it is literally in our dna it is the reflection of who we are and we always tend to look outside of that we always tend to look for others for that validation well it's time to come back in and look in that validation within so i just wanted to say also to trina that there are different layers of this because there are different layers that i'm healing within myself and it could be the inner child, it could be the adult, it could be past lives, uh, lives before me. So things that have regressed inside me. So when I feel that I'm around, when I'm in my community, and if I feel jealousy, which it happens, and it's natural to feel that, I tell myself it's natural, because then I go into the space, oh, wait a minute, Beverly, hold on, there's my cue, I feel that. I love you, Beverly. Then I go into that space where I'm with myself and, and giving myself the unconditional love that I need so that I don't feel competitive, so that I don't want what's outside of me, that I'm reaffirming and giving myself the assurity that I need for myself. So I like that these little pieces pop up because they're helping me to go back in and give that love to me right then and there when it happens. I don't have to go up to you or I don't have to go up to anyone and say, I'm jealous of you. I have to know and feel that and see it and recognize it and then bring that medicine back into me and love myself because that's a part of me that's leaving me. That's a part of me that no longer wants to be here. So in order to do that, what do we always do? We fill ourselves with love. And so what is one of those ways you fill yourself with love? Because this is, you know, these are the parts of the training that you've been working with Yolo with, right? What are those pieces that you do that help you fill yourself with love? There's many ways of doing it. We have community where we sing, where we're in community and we sing and we harmonize through the music that we sing together while we're in ceremony, while we're in sweat lodge, while we're in together creating the ceremony. In the beginning, it was about coming with the women and learning the responsibilities and the duties to the Temescal of Yolotel. It was learning, uh, you know, what are responsibilities to our community? And that is showing up, showing up. When, and when we say that we're going to show up, we show up and we do the work that she's asking us to do and understanding that she's our guide, our leader and our teacher and not questioning anything that she does. So when we're able to work together as a community, creating the harmony within our community, it, it feels good because all of us are putting in the work together and we're moving as a community, as a unit, as one. So it's really beautiful in that space. Thank you so much. So I think I'm going to give a moment of transparency right here. I appreciate, I have always appreciated the appreciation that Beverly has for these ways because they have like changed her life just as much as they have mine. At the same time, when she's saying, you know, that we shouldn't ask her, we shouldn't question her, the transparency moment here for me is, hold on, it's okay yes. to ask me questions. And it's okay, you know, for, for me to be questioned because that teaches me more about myself. For me to have that integrity, to have this transparency exactly right now at this moment without fear yes. of being judged or like, how am I going to be looking wrong or how am I going to be looking in any way? But this is a moment of transparency that when she asked me something and that she and I, we have our personal talks and so much as she learned from me and so much I learned from her and we help each other. It is a, an act of reciprocity, consistent re reciprocity. And that 
right there. Can we be transparent like that all the time? That's the question. Yeah, absolutely. And I, when she said that, I was wiggling in my seat over here because I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, no, that's, I totally had a different view that we do have to question. We do have to have that space of being able to do that. And I love that you just opened that up for her to explore that new piece for herself because you just gave her that permission that that, that this is okay. It's meant to be questioned. It's meant to be explored. And if you're ever working with a teacher, elder, a community that says one way is the only way, I always tell my students or whoever I'm working with, run, because it's not. Spirit has purposely given us all these different ways, just like you walk with a different medicine and Beverly walks with a different medicine and I walk with a different medicine. It is meant to be this individual expression and it's meant to be unique in a variety because we're not all going to meet it at one place and we have to bring in those gifts and that's where community comes in because it's like the spokes of a wheel when we all bring in all these beautiful different medicines together we can come into a whole and work together as a whole and those are the pieces that you want to work with when someone tells you it has to look like a b c and d then that's when you start questioning some things because it may not resonate with you it may not resonate with your medicine correct? Well, I also understand though, too, with tradition and culture, it's, it's completely different with the teachings. So I've had to learn that when I'm learning tradition and culture, there's protocol to things. Yes, absolutely. Well, then much respect to that. But then at the same time, too, doing the shadow work and learning the transparency has also given me the, the sense of self of that when I am doing the work that I'm the same as everyone. I'm the same as everyone. We're all doing this together. So that's also part of the unconditional love and the medicine. And once I've started to feel that and recognize that and know that, but at the same time, recognize that, wait a minute, I'm more important than these people. I had to really take a step back and be like, there's some healing that needs to take place and then go into my deeper work of why do I want to feel more important or why do I want that? And then make peace with that. And then realize that we're all doing the same work. We may do it in different ways, but we're all here doing the same work at different levels. So that's another healing aspect working with YOLO is that once I started to see that we were equals and not superior, it really changed the transparency in our relationship. But that's all on me, not her. That's my work that I had to do. She was able to see that because she told me. So I really appreciate that, but I could feel it and live it. <laughs> so. Well, we're all here in a human experience, correct? We're all here in different ways of learning and moving through our spiritual lessons. And we're just as a vulnerable, we're just as moving through the stuff that we need to move through. No one is better than anyone. We just may have a different understanding or a different view. That's, that's it. But, you know, it was a process to get there. And we can offer that support for others as they're moving into their process. And I loved how you guys said that about that amazing support of not only your guys' friendship and teaching connection that you guys have, but also it sounds like with your community. And I don't think people realize how important community is. Uh, in my last podcast, I was talking about what our needs are. Are you, know, are you getting your needs met? And one of the needs that we have as just this spiritual person is connection with others and that's through community. And how do you feel community has really supported you guys in the work that you're doing with transparency? One of the gifts that transparency gives you, it is that it opens up your intuition or lens to see who's not transparent. And it also opens you up to see a lot of truth. And sometimes it's not that pretty. And sometimes it's 
gonna show on people or circumstances that you are perhaps not even expecting them to be that way. However, with with the community is very interesting because sometimes transparency can be hard on people in the sense of not everybody's ready to see their own shadow. Not everybody's ready to see their own reflections. And when you are transparent and when you have that integrity, inertia, like people that are following those core values start following you and the people that no longer serve you start shedding out of you. I feel, and I'm really grateful that right now, the community that we have been building, especially on the last year and a half, I will say, it's showing themselves up with a lot of more integrity and and with those principles. And I feel that this is the first thing that we are doing like officially about transparency, but it's something, a dynamic that we have going on with each other. And it's a concept that I've been trying to brought up or that I bring sometimes, you know, in ceremony, but I don't know if all the time is totally understood and nobody has really come and say, hey, tell me more about transparency. What does this mean? So I do acknowledge that more, a lot of people, perhaps they have their own concept of what it means transparent, which it could be just, you know, to be honest, which is different. It's a, a different depth of just honesty, right? Helping the people to break the fears uh, that we need to go through in order to get to that point of full integrity and transparency. So how do they acknowledge those fears? It's one thing saying that you have to break these fears, but what are some of the ways that you would guide them to start exploring how to break those fears? First of all, I definitely think that we use a lot of the sweat lodge to do to go through these rooms. That's one thing. And personal work that I, we actually did together with other people by doing limpias or clearings or one-on-one sessions. And we offer this to people and then we have the privilege or like, you know, we open up ourselves like vessels to allow spirit to talk through us during those times and to let them know and remind them that they don't need to be hard with themselves. One of the things that and then you were asking Beverly, well, how to, you know, so show that like self-love, compassion to ourselves, I think is through self-care, but also like to stop being punitive with ourselves and to stop, oh my gosh, carrying the guilt and the shame all the way along because that's going to do nothing for you, but put you down. And instead just looking at, at yourself and forgive yourself because we are all human. And once again, just give yourself that acceptance and love and learn from that and be compassionate with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I like to say is talk to yourself like you would your best friend or to your child. Have that same compassion and heart space for yourself. Use the same words. Instead of being so criticizing, go to those words of compassion. It's really is a steps right and ties right into that level of compassion, compassion for ourselves, compassion for others. And but for us to express it out to others, we first got to start with ourselves. And it's really about how we embrace that and those words that we use with ourselves. Those words of like, Beverly, I love myself. You're beautiful. I, I, I got this. This is why I'm feeling this. She acknowledged that. And she said that. And I was like, oh, look at her using her words of love. <laughs> you know, that's perfect. Because that's the way it should be. And but we don't. We're not taught that. And it's 
the more we start using and utilizing that compassion with ourselves, you'll start at seeing being reflected out around you. Most definitely. I feel it's beautiful to be in community, to be able to be, you know, with the ancestors and they, they guide us in everything that we're doing. And there's so many different components to what is balance, but there's also checking ourselves, checking ourselves in a way that's not harmful, checking in with ourselves that it's not harmful and giving ourselves some credit for the things that we have accomplished in our life. It's really important to be able to do that in a good way that's loving and being our own cheerleader so that we can be our comadres cheerleaders, you know? So it, it's really important that we, we do this work. And then there's the codependency that also comes along with our relationships. And that's a whole nother story. Being transparent means like we did that example, right? That organically happened. And being honest with yourself at the moment and be like, hey, no, this is this is not how it's manifesting. This is like, this is how 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 I'm feeling that you also can ask questions at the moment, but also on the actions that you are gonna be doing, or especially at least on my uh, world right now, where I'm being placed in a lot of like leadership leadership roles at the simultaneously. You know, the transparency that I the only way that I can say it, like I'm being loyal to is on the way that I communicate things as well, because this could actually develop a culture of full integrity because you are in integrity all the time. And when I know that something is coming from an external source that it may influence the rest of the group and that is causing on my body a certain discomfort, I bring it up to the group immediately. I don't allow any room to just be like, oh, okay, you know, any room for perhaps gossip or perhaps any type of misunderstanding of exchange of words with that other external source before I am in loyalty to myself, loyalty to the purpose of the group and loyalty to the purpose of me with the group. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But then like I transfer that transparency of like, hey, I got this. How does this feel like to all of you? I'm bringing it up there and let's like then act on it all together. And then that's transparency at a different group level as well, because yeah, we can practice and start practicing how to be transparent with ourselves to always walk in truth and within integrity, but then how we apply that in a community setting is much important because we need to be having discernment. And at the same time, we have to have the integrity always to be able to say without fear and without causing too much impact on the other people, what is truly happening. And I think that that's like going to be nothing but developing trust. So how do people start being transparent with spirit? Talking about how to be transparent with ourselves and with community, but how do they start being transparent with spirit? Ooh, that's a long discussion too. Let's see, how old am I? <laughs> That's personal. It's it's very personal. It can be done in many different ways. And it could be that we're studying or learning a tradition or culture, or it could be that I'm getting more familiar with my own feelings and I'm going to question. And my favorite way of doing this is to have a conversations out loud. So it stops the rapid thinking and then I'm talking through my prayer. 
It's through allowing myself to be vulnerable in that space, allowing myself to receive and feel what needs to be felt at that time and not holding back. And it, it's not always pretty and it's, it sometimes can be really harsh. Um, it could be when I'm also in the water, when I'm taking a bath, it could be when I'm lighting my pokoshkomi or I'm connecting with the tobacco. Um, I, I choose to do it with the tobacco in our Maya teachings to be able to balance me while I'm in that space because sometimes I can get lost. But that's because I've learned that there is a center in the work that I'm doing that allows me to anchor. And then there's areas where I allow myself to just feel the emotions freely without judgment from my own self. Yeah, there's there's many different ways of, of connecting with spirit. Sometimes I connect with spirit when I'm eating my food. <laughs> you know, they're really enjoying my food. But yeah, there's many different levels. And I, my favorite is being in community with ceremony. I think that it's also learning, like Beverly's saying, right? Being committed, but also being on your own and being on yourself and really starting to develop that relationship with your higher self or really awakening your intuition. That's how it will be probably addressed on the Western world, you know, and learning and recognizing when perhaps asking yourself every time for something that you're thinking, for something that you're feeling, for something that you are going to do and asking yourself, am I doing this out of love, out of fear, or what is my body telling me? What is my higher self telling me about this? Then spirit comes, you know, it's kind of like having a mirror in front of yourself all the time and be able to recognize, oh, this is, this is coming based from a wound that I got from my father. And so I am afraid to be alone and I am calling for this attention. And it could be starting to be practiced with really simple things, really, on a daily life. Even with the fact of like, what color I want to wear today? I want to wear this color because I feel more protected on this. Okay, then I invite you to go over pass through that and be more like okay what color the spirit wants me to wear today what would it feel good and you might hear it in your head as a voice or as words or as a vision or as a feeling of recognizing oh today red feels really good on me brings me energy it brings me this sensuality and this is how I want to feel today. Later, day a day with little actions on that. And when I mean that, like shadow work for me personally is all the freaking time is because I, it's happening even sometimes when I'm in the bathroom or like brushing my teeth and I'm asking myself questions like that. Or like, it's not even like, you know, asking anymore. It's just in instantly of actions that I did. Okay, what am I facing here within myself? Start practicing and connecting with spirit is connecting with your higher self. Absolutely. And when Beverly was talking about prayer, prayer is essential in this. And we always think of prayer as like going into this quiet space within, but prayer can be done out loud. Prayer can be done through song. It can be done through dance. It can be done through so many different layers. One of the ways I like for me when I'm doing this shadow work and I need to express a feeling, I'll start having a conversation with my higher self. And when I hear it out loud, I hear pieces that I wasn't connecting to before. I see the connections of, oh, this is where I'm feeling this. This is why I'm having this reaction or why and what other things I need to do to bring in to bring in my own self-care and my own self-healing. 
And so this is a great way, like showers, like baths, when you're sitting in there, you know, have that talked with your higher self, write a letter to your higher self. There's so many different ways we can have this expression. When we just hear one word like a prayer, it can unfold in so many different ways and how it ripples out. Correct. One of the things that this Western society has made us do really well is to learn how to not listen to ourselves. And it has definitely made a really good job on shutting off our intuition and really separating us more and more and more or creating more distance, more with our higher selves. Because when we are in connection with our spirit and our higher self, we're in power. We are powerful. We are not going to doubt about the actions that we're going to be doing. We're not going to be doubtful and in fear of saying what we're going to be saying. And we're not going to be able to be manipulated by the system because we're going to be able to see through the lens of transparency. It's really about trusting ourselves and getting out of our own way so that the divine can come through and give us the messages. And it's the messages that are in the unknown. I find that when I'm working with spirit also too, that I can be repetitive with some of the things that I'm thinking. And then I have to clear my mind, clear my mind. And when I have to clear my mind, it's usually because I'm holding on to something if I'm not able to do that. But the computer has a good way of keeping us trapped in the mental mind and the mental work. So we're having to be able to step away, take a deep breath and be out with nature, be out with the sun, be out with the air so that it can clear us from the traps so that the messages can come through very clear uh, with clarity and truth. Yeah, like Yolo was saying, it's about trusting ourselves in that space and not being afraid to speak and not taking things personal, really not taking things personal. I I find that one of the liberating moments, you know, when we are able to have those deep, serious talks or we're in a space where people are talking And I don't take offense to it. Like that's part of the medicine. That's how you know that you're in a space of transparency because you're understanding that they're speaking, the people who are in the circle with you, they're speaking from a level of their experience. And I don't take that personal because that's their experience. Now, if I take something personal, then I know that's my inner work that I have to do. And then I'm like, oh, I better check that a little later. But yeah, those, there are many gifts and many different ways of seeing that. What is one piece that you hope our listeners take away from today's discussion? Or encourages the audience to not fear the truth that lives within you and to embrace it and overcome it with compassion. You can start liberating yourself from conditionings and from things that are not true to yourself, your higher self, or the collective by consequence. Beautifully said. I want to thank you both, you beautiful women, for joining me today. I am so excited we got to collaborate with talking around transparency. I would like to thank our listeners for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with our guest speakers, Joyoteo and Beverly. You can connect with me at my website at www alteredhaven.com and connect with Yo Taylor and Beverly on Facebook. Links will be in the bio. Become our friends on social media. And if you enjoy this podcast, you can support us with a coffee or Venmo a Frenda. This allows us to continue to roll out these teachings. And just a reminder, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly. 
but rarely admit the changes in, that it has gone through to achieve this beauty. And so just remind, I want you to sit with and explore the pieces you have transformed through and the beauty of your sacred self. And the next time we'll speak again, sparks of joy. Namaste, Trina. <laughs>